harmony Now I'm flexing with my jewels, you can tell I got a lot on me Grabbing another hero, feeling like I hit the lottery Farming, getting API, second profits to the sky Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Inner Grove. We got a exciting show for you guys tonight. So uh, first and foremost, want to give a quick shout out to Pocket Network. They are our sponsor. They've sponsored us before in the past and glad to have them back on. So they are a RPC provider on Harmony um, and they will be the main RPC provider on DFK Chain. So we'll have links down in the show notes for you guys to go and, and download their RPC and get prepared, get all locked and loaded for the new launch onto AVAX. So yeah. we're excited. Thanks. Thanks, Baby Punch. So everybody, thank you for joining us. Welcome to any new players, um, especially any new Avalanche players and community members that are maybe heard about dfk at avalanche summit or starting to hear about all the exciting stuff going on so this is a new beginner's guide series it will be a comprehensive guide to help new players to DeFi kingdoms especially all of our new avalanche community members um, and it will help them to obtain the necessary foundation and knowledge to play this game there's a lot going on and we want we're trying to make it simple and condense it all into one package for you so just as a preliminary matter, this video assumes that you have a MetaMask wallet set up and that you have the appropriate networks. So when I say the appropriate network, I'm talking about Harmony, you know, the Harmony RPC, if you're playing on Serendel, and once it's available, the DFK ch chain RPC. So we're assuming you've got that and that you know how to get the necessary to uh, gas token onto your, onto your wallet. If this is foreign language to you, please check out the Sandwich Punch Beginner's Guide linked below in the description it has a very detailed explanation on how you can set up a wallet and how to load it up with the necessary gas. So with the launch of Crystal on DFK Chain coming up in just about a week, there will be a new subnet on Avalanche's ecosystem. And we welcome all of the new Avalanche players looking to join the game. While this guide is walking through how to play DeFi Kingdoms on Serendel, the DFK realm on the Harmony blockchain, Crystalville will have the same mechanics. So while you know it, it might it's going to look different than what we're showing you here in this video, it's going to have different art in Crystalville. The zones will be the same. It's going to have the same features and the same concepts, and the gameplay mechanics will be the same. Lastly, just one quick item: uh, while this guide uses Serendel, which is the Harmony DeFi Kingdoms world. All of this is still applicable to Avalanche players and Crystalville because these two realms will be seamlessly bridged. So that means you're going to be able to bridge your assets back and forth. You're going to be able to send your heroes back and forth between these two worlds. So whether you plan to actually jump in and start playing Serendel, maybe in, in anticipation of Crystalville, you're eventually going to be bridging between the two. So this guide is still going to be applicable. Also, it's going to be great for any new players that are looking to just join Harmony. Maybe they don't. Maybe you haven't played on Avalanche, or you're not using Avalanche or Harmony. This will be a great guide for you. So, this video, what is it specifically? We want to talk about what can you do in DeFi Kingdoms. A lot of people are, you know, they get in and say like, okay, so what can I do? Like, is this a first-person shooter? Am I scrolling around the map? Like, what am I doing here? So. There's going to be a couple aspects here. The first one is you can, there's a it's a whole DeFi world. So it's this concept of we have a there's a DEX. There are liquidity pools and farms, and you can earn some really great yields doing that. And it's all in a gamified uh, layer. It's all through this really cool game and art. Then there's a whole other aspect which gets a lot more into the gamefi, which is you have hero NFTs with utility. And we're going to get into a lot of detail on each of these. And so I'm going to kick it over to Baby Punch to talk us to walk through one of the first parts of the DeFi aspects, which is just using the decks. How do you get the power token? What is a power token? And how you can go about doing that? Baby Punch? Yeah. So, guys, just real quick, um, if anything is sounds confusing, we're going to have links to all of Sandwich Punch's guides and articles, his Medium articles, in the show notes. Like, highly recommend go through all of those. He's got beginner guides, he's got advanced guides, 
he'll he goes into depth on a lot of topics that we're going to just surface level cover here so just be sure to to go to those medium articles they'll help you out a ton so um so over to the marketplace so here in the game the marketplace is where they have their decks so you go to menu you'll go to the marketplace it'll bring you here the trader is the decks so you can come over here on the left side to the trader and here is where i'm assuming most of you guys are pretty familiar with um with the deck so here's where you can trade your one which is your gas token on harmony you'll trade one and you can swap into a whole list of other tokens what you want to be doing is buying jewel right now so we're just going to run through this again this is super beginner most of you have probably done this before but we're just going to kind of show you what it looks like and how it shows up so you've got some one in your wallet i am going to buy let's say two jewel here and we're going to hit swap we're going to confirm swap sometimes you'll get some slippage errors you just kind of go past those you'll update price metamask confirmation will pop up you'll confirm that and then here you can add jewel right to your metamask so you don't need to go grab the contract once you do it for the first time you can click add jewel to metamask it'll populate into your metamask so i had i think four jewel already in my metamask i'll just pull this i don't think metamask overlays so anyways that's where you'll see that's where you can swap your metamask or your jewel will show up in your metamask so once you get jewel one thing that you can do is head over to the jeweler so you'll come back up here to the menu you will then go to the jeweler and this is where you can single stake your jewel and um we've kind of got this broken down more in depth in, in some of sandwich punches guides but this is the single staking method for jewel so you can click on the jeweler you can click on deposit you can click on how much you want to deposit so i've got 6.8 jewel i can hit max deposit and then again your metamask will pop up for a confirmation click confirm on that and up here you will see that this is where uh, transaction any transaction that's pending it will overlay over the game so you can see if the if the transaction is still pending there it's deposited confirmation and now you are single staked into the jeweler um there's benefits to single staking here in the jeweler um sandwich punch will get more into those but uh this is kind of how you um single stake and uh and then he'll go into some of the lp and the garden yeah thank you so um guys if you if you take a step back to like you think about typical DeFi, like take let's take the game out and you've got DeFi, you've got like when fundamental to every DeFi protocol is a dex baby punch just walks through how to use the DeFi kingdoms dex this is how you trade and swap uh, various cryptocurrencies there's a whole list of them and then once you get it, what can you do? Well, usually most protocols will have a single staking. And that's what Baby Punch just did. He went to the jeweler and he staked his jewel with the jeweler. And that has the benefits that has is you get you slowly get rewards. And how do you do that? Well, as there are transactions in game, and there's a lot of things that require you to spend jewel. That's one of the great things about TV Kingdoms is jewel has a lot of utility. It's not just like a farm token, it's a farm token you are getting rewards if you provide liquidity and i'm about to get into that but it has a lot a lot of game uses and every time people use it in game the protocol shaves a portion off every fee and sends it to the jeweler and everyone who's in the jewel jeweler everyone who has a jewel deposited there it turns into something called x jewel and they get more and more x jewel as time goes by or sorry they get they want more jewel when they pull it out so it's like they're getting interest in the bank so that is single staking. You're not pairing it with anything. You're just getting rewards. 
So one other very fundamental aspect of DeFi and every DeFi protocol is this concept of if you're going to have a DEX, you need liquidity. Um, I'm not going to get super into detail on what a DEX is, how automated market makers work, but if you're going to have a DEX, you have to have liquidity. Liquidity means just simply means if you're going to swap. So for example, Baby Punch just swapped Jewel or one for Jewel. Well, somebody has to be giving the DEX one and Jewel so that people can make that trade. And how do people do that? It's called providing liquidity, LP pools. There's a lot of names for it. So in DeFi kingdoms, that aspect is done through the gardens. So I'm going to come back out here to the map real quick, which by the way, look at this map. This is so cool. And we'll get into more details on what <clears throat> sorry, all these various areas do, but let's let's talk about the gardens here. So if you look at the seed box, this shows you the various gardens that you could provide liquidity for. And these are the pairs, Jewel One, Jewel Phantom, Jewel Matic, BNB, BUSD, and there's a whole list. And so I wanted to walk you through how to do it, how to make a pair in DeFi Kingdoms and what that means. So let's just do the Jewel One pool. If you look at this, it's actually, yeah, I mean, it's the highest pool. It's at 300%. So it's paying out 300% APR. You know what I'm actually gonna do? Let's just do the, the Phantom one because um, I don't have anything in there yet. <coughs> Excuse me. So if I go over, um, the way that I, I do that is I come to the seed box and I deposit it. So it's like, hey, I wanna put, I wanna make some Jewel and Phantom liquidity pool. Well, I have to own Jewel and Phantom. So if I go to deposit it, it's gonna tell me I, I need Jewel and Phantom liquidity pair. So how do you do that? First thing you do, you go to the marketplace and you're gonna come up to the Druid. And I'm gonna say, hey, I wanna create a pool and it's gonna, and let's say I wanna do Jewel and Phantom and it's gonna tell me, hey, you actually don't own, um, don't own those tokens. So that's when we're going to go back. So right here, you see, I have one jewel, but I don't own any phantom. So I can't, if I wanted to pair one jewel with five phantom, or I would need five phantom and I don't have that. So let's just go back real fast, walk you through how to do that. Go back to the marketplace. I'm going to go to the trader. I have some one. So this is what I can use to buy stuff with. So I want it every time you create a liquidity pair, it's equal dollar amounts for both of them. So let's say I'm comfortable spending a thousand one. So if I have a thousand one, I want to split it 50 50 between Jewel and Phantom. So I'll take half of that. One, just one quick note as a tip never swap a hundred percent of your one because you need to save some for gas fees we have made that mistake multiple yeah. times so just note here he's not transferring or he's not swapping a hundred percent of his one that is the ta the gas token just save some you'll save a lot of heartache yep exactly if i wanted to um you know if i hit max i could swap two but I would be left with almost no one and I would run out of gas. And then it's like, okay, now you're back to square one of like when you were setting up your wallet and you had to get one on there in the first place. So don't want to run into that situation. I'm like thinking, Hey, I've got 2001. I'm willing to put a thousand of that into this stuff. So if I want to put a thousand and I want to make a liquidity pair, I'm going to use half of it for one. So I'll swap 500 of that for one. And then the other pairing I wanted was phantom. So we'll wait for this trade to go through and then I'll do 500 and I'll trade by for... swapping for one. You mean swapping for jewel. Ah, that's what I meant. Sorry. So, and then, so I've got one p pending transaction. All right. It just went through. So my balance went down by 500. Now I'm going to spend another 501 for phantom. So I'll swap those. I'll confirm. You're not seeing it pop up on your screen, but I had a little MetaMask notification pops up and it's asking me to confirm this transaction. So confirm that, then it turns into a pending transaction. And once that's through, that means I'll have, um, I'll have equal amounts of Jewel and Phantom. 
So then, uh, all right, so that just went through. So now I can create a new pool. I can come over here and I can say, all right, the first token is Jewel, the second token is Phantom. It doesn't matter. Looks like this balance will load up here in a second. It, all right, there it is. It doesn't matter if Phantom's on top or Jewel's on bottom. Like it, those two just need to be in one of these two inputs. And then I hit like say max with Jewel. So it looks like I'm not quite at a fifth. They're not quite the exact same dollar amount. It was a close estimate by saying, hey, I want to spend 501 on Phantom and 501 on Jewel. So instead I'll be like, okay, I'll do, I'll max the Phantom which means I don't have to use quite all of my jewel. And that actually part of that is because I already had one jewel in my balance before. So that's why that's kind of setting that off. You might have to approve uh, the tokens down here. So before it can create the LP token, it is going to say, hey, can I access your phantom? A MetaMask transaction pops up. I hit yes, go ahead. Once that's done pending, I'll hit supply right here. So we'll give that just a minute um for that transaction to clear all right so i just i had already approved jewel that's why you didn't see an approve button for jewel i just approved phantom now it's saying supply this it's going to pair these two tokens together and give me one new token called jewel phantom pool i hit that a metamask transaction pops up i confirm it and i'm just going to head over to the gardens already um and once that transaction up here is done pending, I'll be able to deposit that new LP token that I just made. And I'll be able to deposit here and earn 301% on it, 301% APR. All right, so you see that that cleared. So when I come here to deposit, it's not giving me the error anymore of saying, hey, you don't own any. So I'll deposit and saying, hey, you own 24 LP tokens. The number don't get, just don't worry about that. Like. It could be one, like it. It's not a function of the numbers that you put in necessarily. It's it's going to be kind of random how that number is calculated, and so don't worry too much about that. So it's going to ask, hey, can I access these tokens? Yep, MetaMask transaction pops up. You confirm it. Um, all right, it's just approved, and then it'd be able to deposit it. And once it's done depositing, it's earning me interest now. And so what this is doing is that anybody that's wanting to use Phantom or and Jewel uh, as a trading pair and trade between those two, I am now part of the pool that's providing liquidity. And there's, if you look right here, there's $11 million worth of Jewel and Phantom combined in this pool. So I have a very small portion of that, but what's going to happen is, we'll just give this maybe five seconds here. Um, this unlocked and locked is going to go up. All right, so right, right now I, I have received 0 0.0001 uh, Joule. And I won't get too in-depth uh, on this, but it is important to know when you when you claim your Joule rewards, so I got, I'm going to come back tomorrow, I'll come to the seed box, and I'll be able to see how many rewards I have. I'll have total rewards right now of um, 0 0.000997 Joule. One important thing to note is that when you claim it, it will it will lock a portion of your jewels. And um, the docs explain this really well, so I, I, we will link that in the description of the video. But as you claim it, portion of it will be unlocked, meaning, hey, you can go and swap that for US dollar right now if you want. You can restake it, you can take it to the jeweler, you can do whatever you want with it, it's your jewel. And then a portion of it will be locked. And it will be locked until sometime later this year. Um, it, it's based off of a certain block. So it'll happen sometime in like September. And once that unlocking period starts, that token, any tokens that are locked will unlock <coughs> over a period of about a year. So there's a couple strategies. And you know, the, the point of this video isn't to get into those, but like let's say you left this in here all the way until September and I never claimed it. They would be 100% unlocked when I claim them. So the important thing is to keep in mind, when you claim your rewards, it will lock. It, whatever you claim, it'll say, here's your unlocked portion and here's your locked portion. And it changes that ratio of unlock to lock changes by about 2% every week.
So do you want to quickly show them where to see that ratio? Yes. Of locked versus unlocked. So I've I've deposited, right? So if I go to harvest here, like if this is how I, if I want to go and claim everything, so I have right now because I had a jewel one pool already in there. So this isn't coming from uh, what I just deposited, but I have a jewel one pool that's been in there for a while. It's saying, hey, the current locking rate is 43% um, until approximately 1.79 days, which it will change to 41%. So that's that 2%, and that happens about every two weeks. So right now, it's this is representing 43%, or sorry, um, 57% and this locked portion is representing 43%. If I wait 1.8 days, this will go up even more and this will go down even more and that will continue every two weeks until I claim and then boom, it locks it in stone. It says, here's your unlocked rewards. These locked rewards are locked until September 2022. Can't You can't do anything with them except for there's some quests that you can do to unlock them early. And we'll talk about that more. So this is gardening. There are so many strategies. There are, you know, the rewards are great. You're still making 300%. These are crazy APRs. Yeah. So you are getting jewel. is really good. Right. It, it, it's, it's great for a farm, especially a farm token with utility. There's just so yeah. much about jewel guys. Like, seriously, it's going to be the gas token on DFK chain. You have to use it to play the game. It's, this isn't just like, some random DEX's token where the only thing it does for you is allow you to vote. Um, yeah. Jewel does allow you to vote if you stake it, but it's so much more. I don't think anybody playing DeFi Kingdoms buys Jewel and stakes it as X Jewel at the jeweler to vote. Do you agree, Baby Punch? Yeah, uh, like, 100%. That is, like, that is the last like item of utility that people value, I think. I mean, it's cool and it's great. Yeah. There's been some really cool proposals that people can vote on, but there's I'm just telling you, it is so much more than that. So really cool reward. Everything is paid out. All of these rewards are jewel. So it shows you here how much jewel is being emitted per block. And um and then you just get your portion of that for jewel per block. So I have a very small percentage of this pool. So every every block four jewel gets emitted, and I get my small small share of that four jewel. So that's how that works. These important. go down over time, and they go down as more and more people join the pool. Yeah, important to note though, regardless of how much you put in, you're still getting that three hundred and ten percent of the amount that you put in. So even if you put in a hundred bucks, your hundred bucks is still earning three hundred and ten percent APR. So you're going to 3x that in a year, essentially. Yeah, assuming you don't even compound. So, yep. so yeah. So we've got <laughs> money a... now in the game. We've purchased Jewel. We've staked it in the bank. We've staked it in the gardens. And just a quick um, recap, gardens earn you much higher APR. There's pros and cons to being in the gardens which um if you go to sandwich punches medium articles they go through all the pros and cons of the gardens um but now so we've got money in the game now what do we do so there's another aspect there's the heroes in the game so what we're going to do we're going to look at a hero and we're just going to give you guys a really surface level of what a hero is what it does and um kind of how to read all the aspects of a hero so first of all i'm going to bring you back to the map here the tavern is where you can buy sell rent this is all things hero you come right here to the tavern so we're going to go to the tavern you click on the agent um over the barkeep don't really mess with him here's a hero catalog if you want to search for a specific hero and you've got the hero id you can um, go here don't worry about sending hero um you know that's for more you know if you want to send your hero to another wallet or you want to send a hero to someone else this is where you can do that but uh right here the agent this is where you can buy sell you can list your heroes for hire recent you can check out recently sold heroes you can check out recently hired heroes we're going to go into buy a hero and just 
analyze a hero. So let's look at um, when you first open up the tavern, it's going to bring you to the floor price heroes. So these are the cheapest heroes in the game. Right now the floor is 32 jewel for a level 1 Gen 3 Arter. So all heroes will have different rarities. You can see this is kind of like a grayish blue. This is the common. These gems, you can highlight over to them. It'll get more in-depth as far as the rarities. Green is an uncommon. I want to show you guys just real quick what rarities look like. So um, this blue is the rares. They've got a different color stone. And then there's a legendary. These are the gold. Um, different color gem. And then mythics are purple. So these are the different rarities. Very important. Um, so let's just take one of these mythic heroes. So let's go into it. So here you'll have your class, your primary class. This hero is an archer. His subclass is a monk. You will have the, the level of the hero. This is a level two hero. And you'll have the generation of the hero. Important to note that um, heroes, the very first heroes ever minted were Gen Zero heroes. And as you summon with Gen Zeros, they will produce a later generation hero. So generations will keep going down as you summon with uh, more and more heroes as you summon with later generation heroes. So they'll always add on one generation. So for just a quick example, if you have a generation one hero and you summon with a generation one hero, you'll have that offspring will be a generation two. So that the offspring will always be one generation lower than the lowest generation parent. So um, reference guides, It'll one, get more into one that. Generation, and, it'll be one generation higher than the highest generation. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I kind of flip-flop that. Um, so one generation higher than the highest. So if you have a level two generation summoning with a level three, the offspring is going to be a generation four. So that's where you see the generations. You see the remaining summons right here for the hero. This one has one summon remaining of a two total and that total is reflected of the generations um here you can see the stamina so when you go to quest this is where you'll have um, you'll use your stamina for questing and xp this is uh related to the hero level so as you fill up this xp bar once you hit that completely full you can go and you can level up your hero onto the back of the card this is where you'll see the stats and um, the profession of the hero. So real quick, they there are eight different stats. So strength, agility, endurance, wisdom, dexterity, vitality, intelligence, and luck. Every class will have um, stats categories that benefit that particular class more. And um, they'll have different chances that you can see that these stats are different numbers. So there's a, a 9 on the strength. There's an 11 on the agility. There's a 9 on the endurance. So they're all, they're all different. And we'll kind of explain really briefly why those numbers are different. But uh, so here's where you'll see the stats of the hero. And right below that, the profession. There's four different professions in the game right now. There's mining, fishing, gardening, and forging. You can see, let's see, um, this green right here that's highlighted. This will, this is where you will see what the main profession of this hero is. So, fishing is the main profession for this archer. And as you fish, you will level up this profession skill, this number right here. If you happen to put this guy in the gardens, this number would increase. And these numbers are important because your rewards from questing are heavily weighted on these numbers. So how uh, questing rewards are calculated is roughly two-thirds based on the profession stat or profession skill here. 
and one third based on the stats up here. So there's specific stats that correspond with a specific profession. And again, reference the Medium articles. They go into high detail on how to what to pay attention for, what to look for when you're leveling, which stats do you want to level based on profession or based on combat. So um, just surface level here, we've got your stats, you've got your professions, and then real briefly, you've got your growth rates. So as you level up your hero, these stats will have a different chance to have a successful plus one. So you can see here that Dexterity has 13, while Dexterity down here has an 80% chance of getting a successful plus one to that stat. And there's a couple different roles. So you have your primary stat right here, and that's one category. You can also get a plus one to that stat for the secondary role. The secondary roles are a lot less common. You can see here 15% for dexterity on the secondary so these both these primary and secondary roles will impact the stats up here as they continue to grow and these stats are mostly geared towards combat they will affect in the profession and the questing but heroes in general are geared towards combat and specifically the stats so those will impact um combat really heavily so that's pretty much um the hero the card uh, and kind of how to read these there's you look for the colors for the rarity keep an eye on the profession or not the profession but the main class that's really important um i know sandwich punch is going to go a little bit into detail as far as summoning and there's different classes so just real briefly there's eight basic and then he'll touch on the advanced and the elite and the transcendent classes. But uh, so that's basically the hero card. Um, Samich is going to go into where we can even get these and what do we go or what do we do when we want to summon. So he's going to give us a quick breakdown of those categories for us. Yeah. So. Guys, as you can tell, there is so much to these NFTs. Like, first of all, mind-blowing how many moving parts there are underneath each of these NFTs. When you level up, you can, you know, just all these different aspects. You can choose different stats to get bonuses. Like, it's just, it's crazy how much there is involved in a card. And it's overwhelming. I get it. It's super overwhelming. You've Maybe you've got you know 50 jewel whatever you've been able to muster together and you're like okay i want to buy here what do i buy it's it's overwhelming nobody can give you the right answer but this is at least giving you a high level breakdown also please 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 reference the article in the show description below i'm just going to screen share just a very small portion of that right now um this is an article i wrote it is long i get it you might not like reading but like, if you really want to be serious about this game, read this. I break down every single aspect of the card, what to look for when you're buying. No, nobody's going to be able to give you the answer of what to buy, but I can at least give you help on what is important, what isn't important, depending on what you're looking for. So guys, really go and read the article. It's a great resource. So um, we know now we know, you know, you've read the article, you've listened to this you know what a hero what the hero card entails but like how do you get one well the the you can have somebody send you one um but if you're gonna go out and buy one you gotta go to the tavern so you come here to the agent and you say okay hey i want to buy a hero i can sell heroes i can list them for hire here that has something to do with the summoning and we'll get to that in just a bit so if i go to buy a hero the filter system is awesome i love it um after you've looked at my hero article on what, you know, breaking down every aspect of the card and what you should be thinking about as you're purchasing your first hero, you know, maybe you're like, you know, I think I wanted to get a warrior miner because, um, <coughs> excuse me, they are great miners and I have a lock balance and I want to start mining it. So you say, okay, you know what, let's go with uh, a warrior here and we'll go to attributes and hit mining. 
and it'll pull up all the warrior miners. Warrior miners are expensive, guys. They're um, they're kind of on the higher end. They're probably the highest floor cost. So maybe like, you know what? That's too expensive. I will use a warrior for mining maybe until combat comes out, at which point I'm probably not going to be mining anyway. So maybe mining isn't as important to me. So I take off the mining filter. Look at that. We're back down to 33 floor price warriors. Once you find the hero you want, you know, you can flip the cards. You know, you can take a look at the the various um, stats. Maybe you want to get something that has a higher level on it. Like, hey, I want somebody that's grinded out five levels already. So we do five levels a minimum. You see the price went up about 10 Joule, but man, five levels, what is that baby punch? That's 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 like months. two and a half, three months of questing for even more. For 10 honestly. Joule, which at today's price is 65 bucks. So you pay is, that in a heartbeat. Is 65 bucks worth saving five months or three months of questing? I would say yes. Absolutely. But once you find the right hero, you're gonna click buy hero, you're gonna hit approve. This lets you, you know, it's going to pop up with a MetaMask transaction. It's going to say, hey, access your jewel to buy heroes. You'll hit yes. Oh, I'm going to approve that right now. And then this approve button changes into a buy hero button. I don't have 43 jewel in my wallet right now, but if I did, I would hit buy this hero. You can see the error I got. And once you buy it, it would show up in your my hero uh, tab right here. And you'd see it all. You'd see all your heroes here, and you have the same filters as just as though you were at the tavern. You know, maybe you're a well and you've got a hundred heroes, or you want to have a hundred heroes. You use the filter system just like the tavern. So that's one way to get a hero. You go to tavern. I mean, you could get a million heroes that way. Another way, and this is a really fun way. I think this is what a lot of people refer to as the the DFK casino is. You summon. Summoning happens at the portal. I'm gonna take a step back and take you back to the world map. So right here, this is the portal over here. So you've got two druids. The arch druid is the one you talk to to um, start the process. And what it is, they call it infusing a crystal, but it's essentially you, you get two heroes, they get together, and they make um, a crystal. So they call it infusing a crystal. And then when you open the crystal, that's like opening the booster pack. That's where the magic happens. So one, the only thing I'm going to really get into is to summon, you have to own at least one hero. You'll see here, this first box says add your hero. I don't have any heroes. I cannot summon unless I have a hero. So uh, a, a requirement is you have to own at least one of the heroes. If you own two heroes, then you just use your, two of your own heroes. If you only own one hero and you're like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to hire a hero. There's a whole nother market for hiring. So this isn't buying. It's a, it's a hiring. And this here tells me how many um, how many jewel I'd have to pay. I'd have to pay 36 jewel just to to rent this guy. That seems crazy. That's uh, that's really high. Um, but you, it's all the same filters as tavern. So you know you set it up Gen Zero. Maybe I want to rent with a Gen Zero. See, that's a 30 summon fee. Oh, sorry. Uh, the the. The hero the fee that I pay the owner is the hero, the higher price, and then the summon fee is a cost I pay. So let me get into that real quick. Let's say you select the two heroes. Um, you know what? Let's uh, let's just um, let's just go. Let's show you what this would actually look like. Um, if I had two heroes here, so I'm gonna put this guy in here. Let's say I hire another hero. I'm just randomly like this is a terrible combination. Never ever summon. <laughs> I just I want to give you an example here. So I have my thief that I own and a wizard over here. They're both level six. Um, guys, we're not going to get into details of this. Summoning is complex. There are recessive genes. It is very cool. There's a lot of strategizing. This go that goes way beyond the scope of this video. But if you're really interested in that. Again, going to have some detailed guides in the description of the video, and you got to check them out. If you want to be serious about summoning, and I will say summoning has been one of my most lucrative ventures in DeFi Kingdoms, you got to read up on that, but it is way beyond the scope of a beginner's guide. Yeah, Just, big old star there. 
know what you're doing before you summon because it costs a lot of money to summon and if you're just willy-nilly summoning heroes you will lose your shorts on your heroes you oh yeah you'll lose so much money if you do not know what you're doing and plan out your heroes you can lose a lot a lot of money so be very very cautious make sure you know what the heck you're doing before you just start summoning and spending money i can't tell you how many times i've seen somebody on twitter post like a lucky summon they got and i look at the parents and i'm just like who in their right mind would have ever summoned with that like this yeah. guy got lucky and i'm happy for him but man like he had a 95 percent chance of losing most of his jewel so guys my beginner's guide linked below and my breakdown of a hero card linked below they get into a lot of the details you need to know if you're buying a hero for summoning and I will say buying a hero for purposes of summoning, maybe you want to make a summoning farm is completely different than buying a hero for questing or for combat. So just, yep. you've got to learn these things. It would take, I mean, we could do a whole video series just on that. Suffice it to say to summon, you need your own hero. Then you need another hero. That second hero could be owned. It could be rented. Um, you will have to pay jewel to summon. This is one of the biggest utilities. And this jewel, when you pay it, it feeds in-game feeds. It goes to the people in the jeweler as a reward. It feeds the quest fund that is pays out for various quests that happen. It is this is like one of the biggest lifebloods of the in-game fee. So um, this tells me right here it's gonna cost me 59. So there's a fee associated with each hero. So for my thief, it's a 28 jewel fee. For this wizard, it's a 30 jewel fee. And then there's a one jewel higher cost. So that's what I'm paying to the person that I'm renting this from. Keep in mind that renting at this stage of the game is only for summoning. You're, you're not renting heroes to like go quest. I know that there are systems like Axie and other games where you can, or Krabata, where you can rent an nft and then go and use it for certain things like questing that is not part of the game yet there will be a subsequent system released that is going to let you lend your heroes uh to others they will gain rewards you will pay them a fee and then you'll get all your rewards so despite this suffice it to say two heroes one comes out there's a jewel cost associated with it this is in my opinion the DeFi Kingdoms Casino. When you summon, you have the chance to get high rarity card. You have the chance to get advanced classes. Just a really quick graphic for you here. The These advanced elite and exalted classes, the way that you get those is by using the right summoning pairs. That is the only way to get these uh, higher classes. And it gets a lot into genes and recessive genes. So I'm not going to get into that. But this is where, in my opinion, it's just it's one of the coolest aspects is the summoning system. It's a lot of fun, super addicting, super risky, super high reward, super high risk. So um, with that in mind, that those are the two main ways to get a hero. Those are two only ways to get a hero. You um, you buy one in the tavern or you summon with it. As there yeah, are mommy new loves expansion. a daddy. <laughs> exactly. You come and to the <laughs> as you as we go to new expansions, so Crystal Veil is launching in one week, there will be a whole new subset of Gen Zero heroes. Gen Zero heroes are special, like Baby Punch mentioned. They have an unlimited amount of summons. Um, they are ex very expensive. But there will be a lot of Gen Zero heroes up for grabs via in-game participation. And there, I think the vast majority of them are just going to be airdropped for free. So get involved in the community. Get in here and see how it's working. Gen Zero Heroes on Crystal are not going to be launched immediately. That's going to be phase two of the Crystal roadmap. So there's still time, guys. You know, Avalanche users who are just finding out about this, you are not too late to get a Crystal Gen Zero. There are a lot that have, like, airdrop snapshots that have already passed, but there are a lot more still to be given out. And the DeFi Kingdoms team has made it pretty clear. They don't want to just do a mint and sell it and and have that money come into their treasury they want to find a way to give those to the community and uh so so there it is 
That's how yeah. you get it. We've, we've walked through how to, what a hero NFT, various aspects of a card, how to get it. Now, what can you do with it? Baby punch. Yeah, let's get into the professions, guys. This is exciting. Right now, this is one of, this is what you would consider the play aspect of the game right now. It seems it's it's idle questing, so there's not a ton of action or decision making right now. But um, those aspects of the game will come. So right now there are four different quests. You can see when you go to professions on the map, and you can use this menu to navigate. So you can come down here to professions, or you can simply just click on the profession. It's right above the gold mine. So there's four professions forging mining fishing and gardening so right here what you will want to do is essentially quest your hero based on their profession so if you recall from the tavern there were um highlighted in green that was the main hero the hero's main profession so the one we had looked at for reference was fishing so what you'll do is you'll want to come to the fishing You'll hit start quest. You can select your hero. So it'll pop up your fishers first. If you have multiple heroes, you can select one. This is where you'll want to pay attention to stamina. And this will go for all four quests. So what it says here says select hero, five stamina. That means for each fishing attempt, it's going to burn five stamina. So if you see, I have 21 stamina out of 28. So that means I can, if I select this hero, let's just show you, it'll say it'll do four attempts. Right now, the most you can get, um, if you don't have a fully maxed out hero, is you'll get five attempts. And that's based on 25 stamina. You can add up to six heroes for fishing, forging, and mining. So right now, fishing rewards, um, you'll get various rewards you can use those rewards in the alchemist i'll just quickly take you there it's a tab up here in the menu you can use your rewards up here to craft potions to craft different items right now there's not a ton of utility for these craftable items except for stamina potions so you can craft these stamina vials and what that essentially does is refills that stamina bar so if we go back to professions say you had a fisher and you quested him you could give him a stamina vial that will fully recharge his stamina and you can send him fishing immediately again then you can come over to forging we'll just jump over to forging same concept you can come here you can add one to six heroes you select those right here i've got 21 out of 28 It'll give you actually a timer, so you can see there two or full in two hours. So that'll give you an idea of when that stamina is full. You can quest here one to six heroes. You'll get various forging. These rewards are very different than the fishing rewards, but there's two items that are common amongst all four of these quests, and those are runes. So let's get into let's let's just look at some of these right here. So um, you can. I've pull... actually got the, uh, the the roll table for each of the quests that you know, that image. Oh if yeah. You want me to pop it up. Yeah, let's pop that open real quick. So we've got runes. So here you can see bloaters, iron skulls, all the various fishing rewards. You can see the forging rewards next to it in the gray. And then you've got your gardening rewards up in the top uh, top right, and then the mining in the bottom right. So there are a few, actually there's three, three items that are common amongst all of them. And those are eggs, which are pets, Savash runes, and Gaia's tears. Gaia's tears are used for summoning. Savash runes are used for leveling up your hero. And then your eggs are these pets. And each quest will have a specific pet. So a green egg is specific to gardening. A yellow egg is specific to mining. A gray egg is specific to forging. And a blue egg is specific to fishing. We don't know a ton about 
um, the pet system yet. We do know that um, you'll be able to hatch them and there's going to be some form of rarity system. And uh, they're, they're going to be really super cool when it comes to combat. We don't know exactly how it's going to benefit a hero or how it's going to impact combat, but they have alluded that it's going to be beneficial, very beneficial, so much that they've said, if I were me, I would not be selling my eggs. So they've kind of given us those little hints. So essentially, we've covered forging and fishing. Um, gardening, how this is lucrative is when you go to the gardening quest, you will see here all the different pools that's in the gardens where you've staked your LP. And right now I have money in the jewel BUSD pool. So I can click here, I can assign a hero and in gardening, it's one at a time. So you can queue up one hero, you can queue up multiple heroes, but you can't queue six at a time. And then you'll have, you'll see all the active pools in the gardens down here. So if you wanted, you could send heroes to pools that you have money in or that you don't have money in. It doesn't matter, except um, you will only get, not you will only get, but you'll get most of your rewards if you garden in the LP pools where you actually have money. So you'll get a larger portion of jewel. Down here, if you don't have any jewel in these, you still can get the minimum. And Sandwich Punch, do you remember what the minimum is? Um, I don't remember the exact number, but it's not like it's nothing to it's like write home about. Insignificant. It's, it's pretty insignificant. But it's it would be it's it's not far off from just like so like if I pull up this chart again, like all of these items, you know, you see bloater, ragweed, rock root, all of these items are NFTs. They're their own tokens. So and people have created liquidity pools for them. And so like you can go and sell all of these items for jewel, US dollar, whatever you want. Um, the amount of jewel that you get from gardening, like Baby Puncher said, is it's probably pretty equivalent to like getting these crappy, you know, bloater, ragweed, these items that have a high drop rate that you could just go sell for, you know, nominal amounts of jewel. Correct. Yeah. And also built into the gardening is a uh, I think they call it a luck drop or a lottery system where you have a chance, a small chance, a 1% or a 0.01% chance of getting a bonus one jewel or a bonus um, 0.1 jewel in addition to the minimum. Um, and then over to mining, this is probably the most lucrative. So you can do a jewel mine or you can do the gold mines. Gold mines will give you uh, in-game currency, so it's not the power token, it's not jewel, it's just another in-game currency that right now um, has a little bit more utility than the rest of the in-game NFTs, but uh, we suspect that this will probably continue to have more and more utility and value in the game. But right now, um, jewel mining is the most profitable questing, and that's assuming you have some form of a locked balance. So as Sandwich Punch covered in the gardens, when you claim your rewards, a portion of your jewel will be locked up. So you can chip at that locked balance through this mining quest. You can come to start a mining quest. You can add up to six heroes. Um, You'll want to select your strongest miner, and it'll give you here kind of uh, a base of jewel per tick. You'll want to select the hero, your lead miner, whoever has the highest number. Just know that. It, don't get into what does this 0.36 really mean. Just select your the one with the highest number here as your lead, and then select all as many supporting as you can. So you can select up to five supporting miners. You'll start the quest. You'll confirm right here. So it'll show you I have two active pools going on right now, or miners. So this squad right here just finished. And once it's finished, this queued up squad will instantly start uh, mining right after this is done. Hey, so, real quick. Then, yeah. Real quick on that. So just uh, for people 
that are wondering like, well, how many miners do I need? So the amount that you need is based should be is based off of how many locked jewel you have. So the the way that it's a complex formula, and we're not going to get into details, but I do actually have again another article that talks about this. Um, essentially, think of it this way: for every about three thousand three hundred locked jewel you have, you could make use of one more miner. So if you had three thousand locked jewel total. And you sent six miners, you'd essentially be wasting the stamina on five of them. They would yield you no extra returns. So uh, it caps at a certain amount, which is twenty thousand lock jewel. Um, Baby Punch has hit that cap, and so when he he can send a full squad of six and make full use of them. So I just wanted to highlight that so that nobody goes out and buys you know eighteen miners so they can run three groups of six full time if they have. If they don't have twenty thousand lock jewel, because they wouldn't be able to take, they'd essentially just be burning stamina and not getting any rewards for those extra guys. So yep. again, about every thirty-three hundred lock jewel, it makes sense to have another uh, miner go in the group. Yep. All in all, just go to the Holy Bible of the Medium Articles of Samich under the uh, Epistle of Samich, and you can reference. All things DFK. He'll break all this down. It's important, guys. These, these little uh, bits of information and these pro tips that he gives us in these articles are super important because you're actually dealing with, you know, this is real life money. So you can make a lot of money. You can lose a lot of money. It's important to know what you're doing. You know, you're not just going to go into the casino and sit down at blackjack and you have no clue what you're doing and just throw your money at the table. So you need to make sure, know what you're doing, know what, uh, you know, where you're going to make money, where you can lose money. Don't just spend money when you don't know what you're doing. So reference the articles. It'll give you a, a firm base and foundation of info to make good decisions within the game. And you can make a lot of money playing DeFi Kingdom. So, this is why it's growing so fast. Questing right now is the only aspect where you're making money aside from the tavern. You know, you can, if you get a, a really high level or not high level, but a high rarity or an advanced class hero, you can make money through summoning. Um, you can make money right here in the professions. So this right now is the playable aspect of the game. We're going to get combat later down the road, which we're super excited for. Sandwich Punch is going to go more in-depth as far as what is yet to come in the game and what we can expect. He's going to give us exact timelines of when these events are coming out. So give it to oh, us. Oh, yeah, exact timelines. Um, I wish I knew the exact timelines on all of these. But uh, let's recap real quick. We've gone over, you know, what... What can you do in the game? There's these DeFi elements. Then there's the whole NFT element. We've talked about how you can get your hero NFTs through the tavern summoning. We've talked about what you can do with your hero NFTs so far. You know, you could make a summon farm and just try to like breed and make a lot of money getting high rarity cards. You know, the going to hit the casino. You can just you could play the tavern. You could get a really good grasp of what's out there, what's a floor price, what's a good price, what's a good deal, and try to pick up some good deals and flip them for more. And then Baby Punch just walked us through all of the current quests, which are the profession quests. So I'm here at the docs. This is you know the, the white paper. If you're at the main website, um, you can find it right here in the docs. So you go to the docs. It's, you can also find it in-game. You can find it in-game. Yep. Uh, I'll show you that too. So menu um, about, and then you've got all these various resources. Go to docs. Yep. So this is actually a really well laid out um, white paper. You've got the tokenomics portion up here, and then the gameplay portion. So any a, a lot of these things that we just went over. If you're like, what the heck was that? Go read my articles. There's so much. I have spent so much time putting those together to help new people. But if you kind of want like the source, like the source information, um, without you know my maybe my spin on it, the DeFi Kingdoms docs has a lot of that. You know, if you're like if you if if you were just lost listening to that discussion on how mining and gardening works, go to the docs. It's all there. 
But what I wanted to end with is the um, roadmap. So if you're right here, there is a roadmap. And this roadmap, by the way, is being uh, revised. It's going to be, there's going to be a new one released soon. We don't know when, but the DeFi Kingdoms team did say they're working on it. But this is kind of to show you how it worked, how it started. So I'm going to start at the top because it's important because Crystal Veil and every subsequent expansion is going to roll out in the same cadence. So they started, they formed the community, they launched the DeFi elements. Um, oh, geez, sorry. They launched the DeFi elements. So the jeweler, the gardens, they called the jeweler the bank before. That's why it shows bank there. The gardens, which is the liquidity pools and the marketplace. Then they have launched the NFTs, Gen Zeros, and the portal, which allows you to summon new ones. Then they launched the tavern, which allowed you, it's the marketplace. Then they launched fishing and foraging quests. <coughs> Excuse me. They launched a vendor to, um, you could sell your items that you get from your fishing and foraging quest. Meditation circle. We didn't get into this, um, but that's how you level your heroes up. That's a whole nother guide in its own. Um, then they launched gardening and mining the alchemist and now we're right here they've launched land kingdoms and land and uh you kind of see this fork in the road here this is where crystal is launching and it's the same cadence crystal the DeFi elements bank gardens lp farms they're gonna have their their gen zeros launch they're gonna have their tavern profession quest meditation circle it's gonna follow the same cadence but it's just gonna be a step behind so What's next in Serendel, though, because those same items that are coming up in Serendel are the same items that will come up in Crystalville. We've got pets. Today at Avalanche Summit, they announced that there's going to be a new zone where you're going to be able to incubate your eggs and hatch them and see what they are. Buildings. This will be land utility. You'll be able to go over here to your land. You'll be able to click on it, and you'll be able to open. I'm assuming it'll be it'll open up a new zone, and you'll be able to do stuff with buildings. There will be equipment. There will be PVE, um, and there will also – wow, guys, sorry. And there will also be <laughs> PVP. There's going to be guilds. So I would say in terms of the game – you know, let me know what you think, Baby Bunch. But in terms of like the actual gameplay, we're still like tip of the iceberg. We have like scratched one, the surface. <clears throat> some would argue that the current quests are really just an extension of the DeFi elements. It's just a more you know greater yields – a little, you know, staking your hero NFTs. We're going to be getting into uh, PvP tournaments, tournaments for the land. There's just so much coming out, and that's when I think we're just going to see this project explode. Um, yeah. If you look at at Axie, what happened when their gameplay came out? I mean, they're still, we're still waiting on tons of stuff like land utility, but like when the actual core gameplay came out. It, it really, like, that puts the capstone on the GameFi, the game portion of GameFi. And um, that's, uh, so that's what we have to look forward to. Super exciting. Yeah. And then just keep in mind, uh, you know, Serendel's on its roadmap. Crystal just going to be a couple steps behind it. And probably it's going to release faster than Serendel did because the devs know, you know, they've rolled it out on one chain. It's just a matter of rolling it out on the next chain. So... Copy and paste that code. That's what we've got to look forward to. Um, thanks for joining us for this. Uh, Baby Punch, do you have any other items? Yeah, just um, – so I know we referenced the Medium articles a lot. They're really useful, super beneficial. You can also go check out our past um, videos. Sandwich Punch and I have done a bunch of stream play videos where we had go through a lot of the game mechanics we go through leveling up heroes and how to choose um based on stats and profession um when you're wanting to buy a hero what to look for so we have a lot of good guides and videos we also have a podcast that we bring in a lot of big names into dfk um a lot of smart people see what they're doing we go through hot topics um kind of where the game's going in general so be sure to check out a lot of our past videos a lot of good resources there Just check out sandwich punches medium articles it is a wealth of knowledge um we'll have a lot of these links in the show notes so just be for or just be sure to tune in there and give us a like and a subscribe follow the channel helps us out 
um, and just we pump out videos so you'll be able to stay on top of it and and we've got more coming down the road to help all the new avax player or avox players coming into the game that's right. so that's right you got to get that pronunciation down right so we'll have more coming for you guys we're going to help you guys every step of the way get into the game get you guys comfortable and familiar with it so there's a lot this thing is an encyclopedia and just a lot to know a lot of game mechanics that's what makes it so fun though yeah and i think that's what creates a lot of opportunity for people to to strategize and make money is uh it's complex you know this is a complex ecosystem already and those that have knowledge um are gonna come out on top you know you you can earn more money just because you know more you know how things work you're not going to be throwing money away on things so learn about it if you like this video like baby punch said like and subscribe this is our first like guide video and we will have a couple more in this series and then you can also just check our play streams we talk about also every weekend like hot topics and current events so you know, stay up to date with us and we'll help you along the way. Super excited about Crystal and welcome to all of our new players and especially the Avalanche community. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Oh, we're doing the uh, Bamage Punch infusion here. Oh, wait. Okay, let's see. Come on. We got to get this. All right, ready? Bamage Punch. <laughs> and we joke, out. The joke there, guys, is uh, our. Co, our other co podcast uh, host on our we there's three of us and on our weekend stream he referred to us as Bamage Punch because he mixed our name so we're DBZ fans so we had to do the you know the fusion, the fusion. so anyways guys thanks thanks guys um we'll uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one.